Hello, this is Jennifer Wolf, and I'm the Executive Director of the International Association of Industrial Accident Boards and Commissions, also known as the IAIABC. You're listening to the IAIABC's podcast, Accidentally, where we discuss issues and events impacting workers' compensation systems. During Accidentally, I ask thought-provoking questions, raise awareness of emerging issues, and offer insights on workers' compensation. My hope is to make you think about work comp in a different way. You can listen or download our podcast each month at iaiabc.org slash podcast, or even better, subscribe to us on iTunes. Over the last week, the IAIABC had the honor to talk with some of the previous IAIABC Next Gen recipients. This is a talented group of professionals within the workers' compensation system. There are also professionals who may be experiencing the pandemic in particularly challenging ways. They were candid, they were encouraging. And they gave me the courage to share. I'm going to get personal this month. I'm hopeful that by sharing some personal reflections on my experience during the pandemic will be the beginning of a larger conversation on the challenges and implications the pandemic is having in our industry and our society. I am a single mom. I have two kids. You heard from Edward earlier this year. He's 10. And my daughter, Eleanor, is 7. They have not been in school face-to-face since March. I am hopeful that they'll return to in-person learning in early 2021. But the reality is that first and fifth grade will be remembered for Zoom, pre-recorded instructional videos, worksheets, and Monday evening school board meetings. Those are best watched with a glass of wine. I thought it would be helpful to share a glimpse of my day-to-day and reflect on how those challenges are something that is shaping our industry, our employees, our stakeholders. First and Foremost, I am scheduler-in-chief, keeping track of two virtual school schedules, their live Zoom meetings, their one-on-one touch bases, their current assignments due, their past assignments due, school communications from the district, each school and individual teachers is pretty daunting. There's the management of alarms and reminders for when my daughter is at daycare or I'm in a meeting. Add in my own work schedule and you have a calendar with lots of color and very little free time. I'm still figuring out how to complete the work generated on all those video calls. There are constant interruptions, a snack break, a technology snafu, an assignment that needs help, a call from the bathroom about something, 
I come back to the same draft email multiple times a day and sometimes over multiple days. Phone calls include big pauses as I answer a request from someone who came into my office. Meetings and interruptions from work have consequences on my children too. One Wednesday, Ella sheepishly came into my office at about 4 p.m. and said, Mom, you forgot to feed me today. Now, I want to clarify, she had access to plenty of snacks and fruit, but I did indeed forget to make her lunch. As I write this podcast, my son just popped his head in the office asking, Mom, can you make me a burrito with egg and cheese and salsa? It's 3.35. He had lunch 90 minutes ago. Three minutes later, in comes Ella asking for some hot chocolate. Like all of us, we are learning new technology. Parents and I have also learned a dozen or more new educational apps, and I am constantly updating logins and passwords for new classes and new versions. I was on my office floor in tears one afternoon because I couldn't figure out how to submit my son's writing assignment. He'd completed it in Google Docs and uploaded it to the shared school folder, but it had to be submitted through a third app. My house generally looks like a tornado has come through. A trail of Barbies, Legos, school books, snow boots, water glasses, and snack wrappers in every room. The dishwasher runs twice a day, and like most moms, I have the secret skill of finding things. Chromebook chargers, completed math worksheets, matching gloves. Yes, this is parenting, but I am parenting while also trying to earn a living. I'm trying to tame my work email inbox, support my colleagues, deliver value to the IAIABC community. I am a working mom by choice. And one of the reasons I made that choice is because I believe deeply in the mission of the IAIABC. I want to be a part of finding solutions that reduce harm and aid recovery from occupational injury and illness. The people who engage with the IAIABC are moving the system forward and improving lives. It gives me purpose to be a part of those efforts. And so those cascading decisions by policymakers, the pandemic, the shutdowns, and social distancing, travel restrictions, school closures, they reshaped my identity in a matter of a few days. I was a traveler, both personally and professionally, My family, close friends, and many colleagues are all plane rides away. I was isolated from support when I needed it most. The switch from high heels to slippers was certainly good for my feet, but hard on my self-image. I worry that my children might be falling behind. 
and that their school assignments are generally late, that missing work deadlines and not being more responsive to email communications is going to be detrimental. I end many days disappointed because I am not the parent, manager, teacher, or friend I want to be. The questions. Will colleagues forgive the missed email and distracted meeting? Would this community and my coworkers be better served by someone else? Will my kids forgive my raised voice and impatience? These are questions that come only in the darkness. They speak to my very core who I am my identity. Like everyone else, I'm having to redefine who I am and my role in my family, at my job, and just generally while dealing with the chaos of the everyday. Please know I recognize that I am indeed one of the lucky ones. I have many blessings. I have a warm home, a full pantry, and a meaningful job. My co-workers have shown me extraordinary grace. The IIBC community has continued to support our work. Peers have been encouraging, and my family is eager to help in whatever way they can. I am just one story, and I have it so much better than many. However, it's important that we tell our stories, because when we hear the stories of others, it puts the larger trends in context. This pandemic is disproportionately impacting women. The wage gap is getting worse. Women will earn only 76 cents for every dollar the average male worker earns. Women are leaving the workforce at four times the rate of men. Mothers of color are going to be affected the most. It's estimated that working moms spend six more hours a week than a male partner parenting if they have a child under five. It's understood that a mid-career gap in employment affects wages and career trajectory over a lifetime. That this is happening amid conversations about diversity and inclusion is ironic, to say the least. The workers' compensation industry needs to have these conversations. The industry benefits from diverse perspectives. We need more women, we need more women of color at every level, and particularly in executive positions. This is not a women's issue. This is an issue about the health, the strength, and the future of the U.S. economy. The solutions are varied, but they are complex. Government at all levels needs to prioritize policies related to family leave and child care. 
The gap in childcare access and family leave was wide before the pandemic and is only getting wider. Large companies have resources to support family-forward policies, but we must all, and that includes employers, must apply pressure to expand those policies to everyone. It's about equity. I want Edward and Eleanor to grow up in a society where they do not have to make a choice between parenthood or profession. Organizations must be thoughtful on how they roll out changes related to employment and be responsive to individual needs for both men and women. Leaders need to model the behavior they desire. Do you ask the dads how their children are? If so, kudos. Keep asking. Do you ask the women if they're concerned about their career trajectory? If so, keep asking. Building inclusion is intentional. We must begin the conversation. I remember when the Washington Department of Labor and Industries shared at a conference they had implemented a bring your baby to work policy. There was surprise and big hesitation from the audience. A few years, a pandemic, and that concept is pretty widespread. L and I has a philosophy, find a way to yes. Organizations should not be afraid to implement creative solutions. Who knows? They might end up being a trend. And then there is our individual responsibility. Stay in touch, send a text, pop a card in the mail, encourage, cajole, insist that people take time off. We all benefit from the connection. Be patient, be kind. Wear a mask. This year has brought many lessons. For me, it was that we can do hard things. On a personal level, we can learn how to submit the assignment. We can still make Thanksgiving special with just us three. We can find new adventures close to home. On a professional level, we can make sweeping changes in an instant. Technology is more essential than ever. It will continue to shape our interactions and our industry. We do not have to be held back by conventions or process or history that does not support our stakeholders. We can improve lives. As the calendar turns to 2021, I am under no illusion that the challenges of this pandemic will be over. However, I will face those new challenges with more resilience and openness. We can do hard things because we have done hard things. I want to thank you for listening to Accidentally, the IAIABC's podcast on current workers' compensation events and industry issues.
You can listen to us at iaiabc.org slash podcast and subscribe to us at iTunes. I wish you a healthy and safe holiday season and a cheerful new year.